Hey, I'm Jeffrey Rickman. I'm the pastor of No Water Methodist Church in northeastern Oklahoma, and I'm also doing a podcast called Plain Spoken. I'm putting this on both um, the church and my personal channels so that uh, this can get maximum outreach and impact. I'm wanting to do a fundraiser for a church that's led by a friend and Christian brother of mine named uh, the, the the church is called Quarimpa Abuja, and my friend is Absalom Nuhu. So um, if you've already read my Substack on this, I'm not going to have a lot of new information. But for those of you who aren't subscribed to my Substack, you should subscribe. But um, I, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Absalom and his church in Abuja, Nigeria, and see if maybe I could mobilize some friends from inside of the church and in the church Catholic to maybe share some of your gifts with um, a church that could really do a lot of good with it. So um, I'm going to overlay some pictures and some video in the midst of this. I'm trying to keep it short. Um, but Absalom is a person that I got to know in the midst of doing some interviews, trying to understand the context of Methodism in Africa. What does the Wesleyan heritage mean in Africa? What parts of John Wesley's legacy do African Methodists hold on to and preserve and take pride in? Holiness, holiness, sanctifications. Mm -hmm. These are the these are the these are the basic principles of John Wesley that Africans are holding on to, mm -hmm. teaching our church to live a holy life. Absalom is a a church planter of deep faith. He was commissioned in 2017 with just 20 members in his church in Abuja in the beginning. Um, over the course of just a couple of years, he was able to gain a church building and fill it with about 500 worshipers on average every Sunday. As the leadership class of Abuja, I've, I've spent a lot of time and energy trying to understand the context there, and I'm sure any locals who listen to me will be like, this guy's an idiot. But um, the, the, the ruling class in northern Nigeria where they are is Muslim. Um, you'll recall if you if you pay attention to the international news, Nigeria it's not just the most populous nation in Africa. It's also a, a nation with uh, a lot of conflict between Christianity and Islam. In the north, Islam is uh, predominant, and that predominance is felt around. So uh, Absalom and planting his church, it was an uphill battle against the culture. He's dealing mostly with younger lower-income, blue-collar workers that are kind of under the, the heel of the, the, the local leadership class. And they really need a church, and they had one. But on August 4th of last year, Absalom's church building was bulldozed in the middle of the night by uh, the local government under the auspices of what's called the Federal Capital Development Authority, which is seems to be hostile to Christianity, uh, the reason I say that is they demolished three other churches at the time and no mosques. There is no redress. There is no um, kind of eminent domain uh, like we have in America. If the government demolishes something, they have to give fair market value on something like that. Apparently, nothing like that is in place in Nigeria. So um, they, they worshipped on those grounds, and then they were given... Um, land in what's called the Papal Lands. It's it's owned and managed by the Christian Association in Nigeria. Um, so this is this is further away from the city center, but they have been 
worshiping there under the cashew trees for well several months since then. Um, they got a tent eventually, and I'll, I'll overlay pictures and maybe some footage of them worshiping in the tent, but that tent eventually got blown away in a storm. This is a natural disaster that happened to us yesterday. The heavy winds that blew down the church, our tents on the ground. And so they got very clear very fast that a tent was not going to be a good facility for them. They need to build a building. These lands are hopefully, uh, uh, since they're further out of the way of the hustle and bustle of the city, not as inclined to be demolished by the government. So they need to build this building, but um, as I already said, most of their people are lower income. He is taking offerings every week. So far, they've they've taken in about $1,200. Well, they've probably taken in more since then. Uh, I got that number about a month ago. I've just been putting off making this video because I'm lazy and awful. Um, anyway, they, they've, they've taken some money in, but I thought America has so much money. We're so blessed. Um, Nigeria really is a place where we need to be bulking up, uh, supporting, underwriting local churches. This is a place where ISIS and ISIL and Boko Haram and, and other um, Muslim militant groups are active. This is a place where Christians are being killed uh, almost every day for the faith of Jesus Christ, for their faithfulness. I just think uh, if we're not supporting the persecuted church over there, then we're not doing our jobs. My hope is that Absalom receives this help from us, and I'll try and uh, overlay him talking a, a little bit about his, his context as well. But I hope that as he receives help from us, he's able to bulk his church back up to 700, 800, maybe 1,000 members over time, and that they can become a center for supporting regional churches in his area. I'm also just hoping that we can draw more lines of communication directly to churches in Africa. I came out of the United Methodist Church where we depend on General Board of Global Ministries to do that work and draw those connections. And I really think it's better for local churches and individual Christians to have connections in those those places. So if you think it would be good to give to this project, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this video. Or if you're listening on the podcast, just check the show notes. I'm going to give you a link to our Tithely account. We're in the, the top right-hand corner. You can select in the drop-down menu, give to this church in Abuja. And then, of course, my church will be able to uh, send you docs, tax documentation at the end of the year um, for, for a tax write-off. So if you have any questions whatsoever about this to decide if you want to give to it, you're very welcome to contact me. I, uh, I, I want to throw my weight behind this and see if we can't get this new building uh, on the road to, to getting built for uh, Absalom and his community as soon as possible. Because, as you understand, without uh, a permanent edifice to protect from the elements, uh, they are going to be very limited in the kind of ministry that they can do in Abuja. Let's equip them for ministry and mission 
in this, uh, I, I don't think I said it, it's Nigeria's capital city, okay? This is, this is a place that matters a lot. It, Christianity needs to be represented. So let's do our part to platform Gwarimpa Obuja and the ministry of uh, Reverend Nuhu, and may God be glorified. I appreciate you taking your time to, to prayerfully consider this. Whether or not you give, pray for Absalom and his church. Uh, may God be glorified in Abuja and throughout the world. All right. See ya. Hello, Pastor Jeffrey. Thank you so much. Uh, God bless you. Good evening. Nigerian time here. I hope you're doing great with your family and how's the ministry. Thank you so much. Uh, the, the reason why I'm sending you these video clips uh, for you to share with the people out there, uh, those who are within your church and your conference, impossible. So my name is Reverend Absalom Nuhu. I'm an ordained clergy with the United Methodist Church. So I pastor the church here in Abuja, the federal capital city of Nigeria. So we started the church in Abuja here in 2017 with about 20 uh, members. And the church grew massively with over 500 worshipers in a single service. But unfortunately, our church was demolished by the tax force of the FCT, that is the Federal Capital City Development Authority. They came and destroyed our church without giving us a quick notice. According to them, our church is located in a land that is uh, not... Uh, is located on the wrong direction, so we just shift from the place. What gave us concern was uh, there are Muslims' homes surrounding the church, and we have mosques close to us. They didn't touch the mosques and the homes of Muslims, but they destroyed our churches around there and Christian home that surround us. Quite unfortunately, and uh, I don't want to talk much about that. We thank God. The good news is. Uh, we have been given a land. We have been offered the land by the Christian Association of Nigeria. The Christian Association of Nigeria is the body that we, United Methodist Church, we belong to it as well. So we have been offered the land there to come and install the place of worship. We came there and installed our temporary tent that accommodated 500 worshippers uh, last year. As we began the worship there, everything was moving smoothly. But unfortunately, we had another natural disaster that came and destroyed our tent and the heavy winds that came with storm destroyed our tent and left us without a place of worship. Now, every Sunday, uh, our church members do come around to worship in an open space. We, we worship under trees without building over us. And now we don't have many to install the place of worship. And it has really affected us in terms of our evangelical outreach, bringing people into the church. Uh, the, our zeal to go about evangelizing, bringing people in the street into the church have really minimized. I've stopped totally because uh, when people come around, they look at we are worshiping in the street, on that tree without building over us, and they wonder what we are doing. So this thing has affected us a bit. So I'm calling on uh, you over there. You can help us uh, to make sure that we uh, get another place of worship for our staff. And we would really appreciate if you can come for our aid in this trying time for us. And uh, we would really appreciate because your assistance is going to bring back most of our church members who are, uh, who are not coming to church because of the incident that occurred. And those who are in the street are not coming to church. We are about to evangelize. It will uh, fasting our move to bring them into the church so that we can worship uh, because this is the mission agenda of the church. So this will help us a lot. So we thank you so much for hearing our story. If there's anything you want to hear, you can contact me. I can give you details about everything that's happening to us. And for now, uh, we are expecting assistance to come from everywhere. And uh, 
Our Bishop John Wesley Johan of Nigerian Episcopal area is aware of our incidents. He even sent us uh, the kind of a little assistant and we appreciate it. So whatever you do, whatever you're trying to do to help us, uh, you're highly welcome. Thank you so much and God bless you. I'm looking forward to communicate with you again. Thank you.